When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Thanks for joining me for Dwayne's World. We'll head back to your calls very shortly. one 736 is the open line number. It's put to us by Werribee Kia. Werribee Kia awarded National Kia Car Dealer of the Year. Werribee Kia makes buying cars easy. Keep your texts coming through as well on the 40 Winks Temper text 0433981116. Temper, Consumer's Choice winner. Pillows. Adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. Head back to your calls and your text shortly. But David King, two-time premiership star with North Melbourne and the best analyst in the game, has been doing the practice match and practice session rounds again this week. And he's joined me after a, a busy week. And I think he joins me live from North Melbourne scratch match. Welcome to you, King. Great to have you back. Ah, uh, Dwayne. Good to have a chat again. Just uh, out having a look around, mate, as we keep saying, you you don't see a lot, but what you do see is always a bit of a bonus. So the Kangas had a little hit out this morning, just a couple of uh, a couple of halves, and it was great to see. You know, there's no real surprises when you you see the senior core players, you know, looking to stand themselves on these sessions when they when they're on. They they do they do take complete control, and Ben Cunnington did that again this morning. I know we saw him late last year for a couple of games. Um, which was in a great uh, emotional lift for the club late in 2022, but he was awesome today, back to his uh, clearance best, and he's he's got that long range handball going again, Dwayne, hmm. the one that goes 10 to 15 metres from clearances, and he just uh, ripped him to shreds this morning. Um, Will Phillips was probably another standout. Oh, that's you know, good we've news. talked a lot about, yeah, great news, isn't it? We've we've talked a lot about Will, uh, mainly comparing that pick. I think he was picked two or three. Uh, a few years ago now, to, to whether that should have been the tall forward that's up at the Sydney Swans. There was a lot of comparisons made, but oh, I think he's ready for a breakout year, Will Phillips. I know we've seen we've seen little bits of him. Uh, what, what have we seen him play? Probably yeah, 12 to 15 games, I think it was, in 2021. But we, we didn't get to see him last year, and oh, I think he's ready to, to show his wares. There's a few vying for the captaincy as well, David. So they'll be wanting to show their leadership as well as their skills on field. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's as big a race as uh, as, as as others believe. I just think Josh Simpkins the the perfect choice. Incredibly okay. popular, uh, professional uh, in terms of his preparation. He's 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 been a high level performer, winning best and fairest and the like. He's at the right age profile, um, and he's 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 a gun midfielder. I think that's where you need your skipper. You know, when you when you read you know realigning a list and. And developing as the kangaroos are, that's that's where we need him in the in the middle there. And he's got plenty of support around him with with Cunnington and Davies Uniac and those types of guys in there now. So I think it's the perfect uh, the perfect fit. And you think that will actually happen? Do you think North Melbourne are thinking that as well? It's only a matter of time before it gets it. And I'm a fan of one captain as well, and put as many assistants below him as you like. But I like one guy at the top. Where are you on that? Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, you know, just 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 one voice, one strong voice. He's a 
he's a, he's a type of guy that speaks up in meetings and that sort of thing. He's, I think he's 24 years of age, might be just short of 25 years of age. Mm. Um, so it's the perfect time. I mean, he's, his credentials are, are there for everyone to see. I think he's won two best and fairest. He's the future. Um, we, we're just we're just embracing what this guy can possibly become, and you know, I think that under the the, the guide uh, the guidance of Alistair Clarkson, you'll see the best of Jai in a you know, really impactful centre forward type uh, type role over the next you know, 12 to 18 months. Any game style changes under Clarko that were noticeable? It's funny. I think when you go around and see a few teams train and. You know, it's not a lot to read into just yet. We're not seeing that the full program mapped out. We're not seeing, you know, the, the best 22 versus an, an opposition 22 just yet. So it's hard to put it all together. But what I am noticing at all clubs, you know, you look at St Kilda, you look at the Western Bulldogs, you look at Hawthorne yesterday, Kangaroos this morning. It does seem like teams are trying to take territory, go forward more, play with a bit more dare. I think what Geelong have shown in the competition is you can still defend diligently and take territory and keep the ball moving and take ground because uh, it just looks like every team, whether it's through the corridor or, or wide, it's go, get on your bike, move the ball fast. It's a, it's constantly yelled by coaches uh, to their troops in session. Um, so I don't think it's any great secret that the Kangaroos will be part of that, but the competition, I think, is shifting towards taking territory and, and a bit of old-fashioned footy, knock it 50 yards down the line. Long road back for your old team, North Kingy, from where they are. And I'm sort of thinking that Alistair Clarkson might be one of those coaches who does get an extra 10 or 15% out of some of these guys. Not all of them will improve that rapidly, but some will actually just be enhanced really quickly by a new coach. I know what the feeling was like when Blighty came to Geelong. How are you thinking North Melbourne might improve individually? Well, I think you have to look at where they're at. I mean, they sung the song twice last year. Two yeah. wins. The year before that, I think they won four games. The year before that, three games. So this, this is this is rock bottom. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that there's there's clearly more talent than, than uh, at that football club that we're actually seeing deliver. Um, I, I think that they've they've been coached in a way that they haven't been able to grasp over the last two years. Now that's not necessarily saying that you know, David Noble and, and the coaching staff did a poor job by any stretch, but this group just wasn't ready for that that level of coaching. It didn't work. Uh, and Alistair Clarkson stripped it all back. It'll be a simple game plan that they can all adhere to. And it's about being you know, being able to perform your task and play competitive footy. I don't think North Melbourne fans are expecting the world, but they want to see their team have a go. Two wins for, for, for a season is just not good enough. Um, and I, I think that you'll be seeing somewhere near six to eight wins this year uh, on, on the road back. They're not as bad as what they've shown us the last 18 months. Positional changes a little happening under Clarko. Any any noticeable ones? Um, not, not a lot, really. Uh, I think you'll see. Oh, there's a kid down there that uh, you're going to fall in love with. You're, you're going to like him anyway, Dwayne. I know you like the <laughs> the small forward sort of on ball types that, that can that can uh, rear up and catch the footy. We saw him play uh, the majority of last year. Paul Curtis, the young boy from yep. Melton. He, he was a, yep. I think he was a pick in about the, the 30s. Um, yeah, he, he kicked some goals last year. I think he kicked ten or twelve goals last year. He was he was he was clearly a talent. He separated. He had a big impact in their win against Richmond. I think he's ready for a big season, uh, and, and I think he's the type of player that Alistair Clarkson likes. You know, throw him in for centre bounces, uh, and then be able to be able to impact forward of centre. So Paul Curtis for me is is the one to watch. 
Where else have you been this week, Kingy? Uh, went down to Hawthorne yesterday. They were at, at uh, Latrobe yesterday having a head out. It's sort of, it, it smacks you uh, between the eyes just how young that group is. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I've seen a list that young for some time. Um, so there's going to be a bit of pressure on some, some senior core players there to, to, to play good, consistent footy and, and drive the standards of this football club. And I think they're handing the keys to that midfield clearly to... Uh, to, to to Warple and the boy who's just taken Lee Matthews number in number three who looks ready to roll uh, into that number to fill that number out um, who's been a high level performer over the last couple of years in Newcomb so yeah. look there's going to be a lot of change at Hawthorne uh, there's there's no doubt about that but when you put their team down on paper their, their back six looks really strong I, I think Sicily I think he'll be made captain I think he'll be a wonderful captain. Um, I was taken by CJ, that uh, young Chunkwaf yeah. Jass. He was just, he was, he, he's. We already rave about how he plays, but he looks to have filled out a bit more. He's, he's an organizer behind the ball. I think he's going to have a, a wonderful season. He looks ready for a big year. Um, but it, it's exciting if you're a Hawthorne fan. They're going to expose a lot of young talent this year in prime roles. They may not be. So Dave, points. yeah, Dave and Granger Brass as well. Granger Brass was out there. Day was out there. Pretty, pretty full complement. I think Ward was the only one off the track uh, yesterday. So they're they're, they're, they're healthy enough. Uh, Meek was out there. He looks like he's he's just going to come in and play that number one ruck role. And I know there's competition for spots, and they've got some other tools that performed quite well in the back half of last year. But you know, I think it's going to come down to what they get from guys like you know, Wingard, uh, who played probably that that, that centre forward role. Brewster's obviously still there. They've got enough senior players around the edges, but gee, they're a young, a young, young squad. So you were also at the Saints, I understand, this week? Saints, yeah. Went down and saw the Saints uh, earlier in the week. Uh, you, you get taken by the, the work of uh, Windhager and, and Owens, who we, we, I think we've talked a lot about those guys, but yeah. they look uh, they look ready to roll. Um, there's another kid down there that's been on the list of probably two or three seasons now, Matt Allison. Boy from okay. uh, St Bernard's, reared up and took a couple of really strong pack marks in their uh, in their ball movement or their their match sim work uh, earlier in the week. And I thought, gee, that's something the Saints fans will love to see. I think he's at 195 centimetres, still still putting on size, but he's he's made some inroads in this off season. So he's one I don't think's been exposed to senior football just yet. That uh, they'll be they'll be itching to have a look at early in 2023. So where's their improvement going to come? Is it in those guys like Owens and Windhager and Wangani Malira's got a lot of upside too? Um, and yet they've, they've also got, well, if Max King kicks straight, etc., cetera, uh, he's obviously had the shoulder issue over the off-season. But did he train at all yesterday? Is he back yet? He's running laps. Um, yeah. He's running him at a pace, Dwayne, that you and I could just only right. marvel at. He's flying around with the arm in the sling, but... Um, yeah, he's he's a fair way off still. You'd think, but they they just haven't had. I mean, what did Billings play last year? I think he played six yeah. to eight games. They just haven't had. They haven't had him out there. Um, they need. I think their fortunes are wrapped around what they get from Billings and Gresham. They're, they're, they're their wild cards in the forward half of the ground. Um, it, it's going to be a more honest uh, game plan under under Ross Lyon. He'll get the most out of this group. Where that leaves this group, I don't know. I mean, what they win 11 games last year, they're going to be around that mark again, you'd think. Um, I think Ross has shown in his coaching tenure at both clubs 
that second and third year of the year is where he really spikes um, the performance of, of of any group of each group that he's that he's gone to. So I'm waiting to see what he does at the end of this season with the trade period and the, and the ability to get some free agents and and attract some you know some high high draft picks. So let's just see see what he does at the end of this year. It'll be a learning season for him. Can you have a look in your diary? What's coming up in the next couple of weeks? We know that the well, hopefully the AFL will release the community program, um, yeah. you know, next week. But you've got a few. There's some internal trials that clubs are releasing to their members now that uh, sort of dates in a in a week or two. What's coming up on the agenda? Yeah, I'll just try and keep getting around to get to Carlton on, on on Monday and have a look, and and maybe get back to these clubs for a second time. Um, I'll get down to Geelong. Yeah, it is. It is. It is great to get out there and just see which which clubs are attacking it in, in what fashion. You know, I think that when you look at how teams are training, I find that fascinating. You know, if you look at some are doing a heavy skills based, some are super competitive. The competitiveness of the Melbourne Footy Club, session in, session out of this time of year, is is panels in front of what I've seen from okay. the rest. So that's why when we talked last week, you know, we talk about them in glowing terms. It's almost like they've they got a point to prove every session that they they arrive. So, you know, some are some are younger and probably probably uh, are treading a bit more carefully. Um, but we'll just get around and see you know, who's happy and fit and, and uh, ready to roll early in the season because we know the first eight rounds of the year set up the, 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 your finals opportunities. There's only one or two changes uh, across the, you know, the back half of the season to the top eight year on year post that point. So the start is incredibly vital for these clubs. Yeah, destroyed Port last year, zero five. You just never recover from that kind of stuff. I mean, mm. one four, you don't recover. Uh, game style stuff, Kingy. You, you're talking about aggressive ball movement. Even the bottom teams, like, well, Sam Mitchell wants to move it more aggressively. I've got Chris Newman on the program uh, a little bit later in in the show today, but it sounds like teams are really going to be aggressive with that ball movement. Uh, take a little bit of Collingwood's model as well. Be be a bit more daring with it because that's the modern game. Yeah, 100%. That, that's the one thing that I am seeing across every club is once you've won the ball back, uh, let's go. Get the ball moving. You know, don't, don't, don't take that five, six seconds just standing there waiting for a pack to arrive down the wing. It's, it's almost like those, those days are gone now. Um, make a decision, pull the trigger, whether it's a 15, 20-metre kick or, a, or, a, or longer, just, just make that call. And you, then all clubs are challenging their midfielders to provide an option on the way out. And then, you know, those high half forwards, they've been, they've been asked to do a hell of a lot of work uh, in the match team that we've seen so far. So oh, I think it's a great, it's going to be a great season if, if every club can sort of come down that, that path that Collingwood and, and Geelong showed us in the back half of last year is, is incredibly successful and that you can still support your defence um, and, and be strong enough to, to protect your own goals if you do turn the ball over. So it's exciting. It is. One last one, Kingy, on that. So, I mean, what we all hope for in footy in 2023, the key forward's been killed in the last decade or two with slow ball movement, defensive game plans. But if you can get the ball forward quicker, then it's going to help key forwards in one-on-ones. It's going to help key forwards you know, have opportunities against defences that aren't set. As soon as you give the defence time to set, you know, it's almost impossible to take an, a, a competitive mark, a contested mark inside 50. So are we going to see the key forward become a, a more dominant factor again? I'm not talking 100 goal key forwards, but I'm talking maybe a 75er. I, I'm probably not in that camp. I don't, I don't think we will. I, I think it's incredibly difficult to, to channel your scoring, uh, most of your scoring through one man. 
Yeah. I, I think it's the ball movement that's scoring in sort of the last couple of years. You know, it's gone away from that one target unless you've got a Tom Hawkins type. I mean, not many teams mm. have that one type of player. It's, it's probably unhealthy for a team to rely on one or two goal kickers. You need a spread. You need your, you need your ball movement to do the scoring for you. And whoever's last man in the chain working back to goal, well, good luck to him type thing. So I, I think it's more the movement than the individual. Yeah, we're probably never going to see a hundred goal, a hundred no. plus goal kicker in a season ever again. And maybe, maybe seventy is the new hundred. Not sure, but no, I think the small uh, hybrid forwards are the ones that are doing all the damage now. And are you in the Nick Dacos get on him camp? <laughs> I'm on him, Dwayne. I'm on. No, I, look, I, I think you'll play a lot more midfield minutes um, this season. And I wouldn't even be surprised if he, if he doesn't finish the season playing centre forward. This guy, you have to see him train. I mean, this time last year, we talked about Sam Walsh's drive in, in the pre-season. The, 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 the absolute stars push themselves to levels that others don't. I think Nick Dacos does that already. If you go and watch Collingwood train, you cannot take your eyes off him. He, he is everywhere. Um, so I, I just get blown away by youngsters that are prepared to apply themselves like that. If he plays midfield and they win 15 games this season, he'll he'll get a truckload of votes. There's no doubt about that. As a halfback flanker, maybe those touches aren't as noticeable to the umpires. But as a midfielder, when your team's winning games of football, he'll gather votes. And last one, I know you were fairly impressed with the Bulldogs as well, who you saw. Uh, is Norton going to stay forward and does Sam Darcy... Stay as a backman? Yeah, or Norton's forward. There's no doubt about that. He's just kicked yep. too many goals for, for him to be moving. I just don't know how they all, all those pieces fit. And it's the first time. It's a great luxury to have for Luke Beveridge. I can't remember him having tall stocks to play with at all during his, his, his tenure at the, at the Dogs. So he's had that glut of midfielders, and that, that's been weakened with, the, obviously, the loss of Dunkley and, and Hunter. Um, so they're going to have to find a couple of others to step up. But the spine for the dogs is something that Luke Beveridge has never had the luxury of moving those magnets around. I think you'll see Darcy forward and back. I don't know what they're going to do with Josh Bruce, but he's training back at the moment. Mm. Jones is obviously there at fullback. You've got Keith and Gardner. You can't squeeze all those tools in. They haven't really had an intercept marker over the last couple of years. That's the one part of one facet of the game where they've been uh, left behind by the competition. And I think that's hurt them at the, at the, the pointy end of the, of the season uh, over the last 12 months. So they've got to find that player. I think it could be Sam Darcy. I really do. I think he could play as an intercept marker across the halfback flank. But we wait and see. But it's a, it's a great problem to have. Kingy, great to have you. Really appreciate your time. Um, put in an extra invoice to Hutchie if you can. Uh, you're doing overtime for all of us. So thanks for your time. Talk next week, mate. David King joining us two-time. North Melbourne Premiership star, SEN's own, and Fox Footy's own. Can't wait to get on the coverage with Fox Footy with Kingy again.